0: Hello, and thank you for joining us today. My name is Jason Economu, and I am the Government Affairs Director for the Realtors Association of Maui. And today I am joined by Nohe U'u-Hajins. Nohe, you are a, um, a candidate for the Maui County Council. Can you please tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, what seat you're running for, and why you're running for office? Sure.
1: Uh, uh, my name is Nohe uu I'm running for the Paia Makuao Haiku County County seat. Um, I'm born and raised in Pai'a, and now I live in Makua with my husband and my four children. I'm running for office um, to hopefully make a life for my kids here and for other people's children here so that they can continue to live here and so down the line as my grandchildren and my great grandchildren. We need a place for us here.
0: So, as you know, the Realtors Association of Maui is one of the largest trade associations in Maui County. We represent roughly 2,000 Realtor members, 100 affiliate companies, and by extension, we also represent the interests of them, their employees, and their families. So, thinking about that, that big RAM community, why should RAM as a community vote for you?
1: It's a really good question. So, One, I think everybody should do their due diligence and vote for whoever they feel represents them the best for sure. And I understand your guys job is to help your um, people facilitate that information and expedite that process. So, you know, for me. I believe in housing and I know you guys have um, a strong belief in housing as well. Obviously that's your guys job and, you know, we work with realtors. My mom's a realtor. So really. all it's a very small and intertwined community um between us my job our council you folks it just it's a small intertwined community so you know just vote for somebody that you feel represents your best interest and if i'm that person then that'd be great
0: now you you definitely have a focus on housing as far as your campaign and you know we were talking before this you grew up in a in a household that that was Involved in politics and, and really focused on the issues. So, so growing up, you heard about the housing issue forever. Yes. Yes. Um, in your opinion, what are the causes of this housing crisis and also what policies would you pursue in office to address this housing crisis?
1: you know i one i really really like that question um the first part of that question i think kind of gets to the root of our issue right what caused all of this and that's that's a two-part answer for me a part of what caused all of this is on one hand we understand we need housing that is no secret we've had the same housing crisis for the last 30 40 years Um, nearly all my life has been after the 70s we had a large drop off in housing so We know we need housing and yet we don't want to build housing and we need to, as a society, as a community. Come together on that and figure out the balance between knowing we need it and actually creating it. Um, We need to figure that out. We need to understand. We need to create housing in order to have housing. And that's a part of the issue we have a lot of nimbyism here our demographics have changed Um, a lot of people move in here and want to kind of close the drawbridge and i understand that i i too want my children to live in a maui i grew up in um and for me allowing my children to grow up in a maui i grew up in ensures and keeps our people here because a part of what maui really is is not just what it looks like but who it, it still is able to live here and continue on The culture of this place. Um, That's part of the issues why we have a housing crisis. What we need to do is just understand we need to start approving small projects. Every house matters. Every small project matters and not everything all the time, but there is smart growth. We do and we can find a balance between protecting our environment, protecting our local culture and building homes. Um, As far as policies, I feel we need to be working with our home builders Creating the infrastructure, creating the utilities, and allowing that process to be as transparent and not easy, but not as difficult as it has been. So, we can continue having the homes we need, you know, our affordable housing, our comprehensive affordable housing study said we need 5,000 affordable homes by 2025. So, that's in 3 years. We know we need 5,000 homes in 3 years, and that's not going to happen if we don't start someplace.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I watched your, your PBS insights uh, appearance. I, I highly recommend everybody go and watch that. And 1 of the things that you touched on that. I, I just want to address um, you, you pointed out ag land and um, how, how on Maui, we have large ag parcels. Uh, Mm -hmm. we have a farming community that needs more housing for their farm laborers. They want additional ohanas on ag lots. You know, we've got builders who can bring jobs to Maui by, by working on these projects. And the code doesn't even allow for it, let Mm -hmm. alone getting permits to expedite it. Um, so, so I'm completely on board with you. Let's look at these common sense areas. Where we're not going to be doing harm where, where this housing is going to go towards people that can diversify our economy. There are people that yep. are going to be a part of the community involved in making food for the community. So, yep. so, yeah, I think, I think you've got a great approach when it comes to housing. Um. And so I, I really encourage everybody to, to check out some of the other stuff that you've been on and, and responded to um, now. Now I touched on it, economic diversification. So, aside from housing, this is another 1 of those issues that I'm sure you've been hearing about since you were 4 or 5 years old in your household where everybody says, we need more economic diversification. We're too reliant on the, the, uh, tourism industry. So, what are your views when it comes to economic diversification in Maui county? You know, what policies. Um, Would you pursue to to enable that? And what would that diversification look like to you? I mean, you know, industries and timelines and stuff. Any any thoughts? Uh, That's a big question that I just asked.
1: It's a huge question. One in which I'm not too sure how a local government would go about addressing that in a large global scale. I'm not too sure if our local government could really solicit any more new economy to come here. Um, There's really no revolutionary economy out there that we don't necessarily have just a little bit here. So what I think would be beneficial as far as government roles go is we just support our local businesses here. We support our small businesses and if it's in tourism, it's in tourism. If it's in more ag as we just discussed, it's in more ag. Right now, you know, I do permitting. So I help small businesses or people permit their home or work on workforce housing. It is so difficult to get your permit and most people want to close their doors before they open. If we could make the permit process smoother, less complicated, more transparent, it would create more opportunity here. It would create more of a diversified economy, a bit more organically rather than forced. You know, we have ag, then let's ensure that our people who are doing ag feel respected and celebrated. And we have tourism. And not that I want tourism to be necessarily everywhere, but a part of it is good. Our economy relies on tourism. So make it work for us, right? Let's figure out a way how we can find that balance. And we have lots of great small local businesses here. Again, make them feel celebrated. Let's ensure that they don't have to you know, basically go bankrupt before their doors open. Let's figure this out together and allow some organic economic diversification of the things we already have.
0: Yeah, I saw way too many articles in the past month about Chick-fil-A and Raising Cane's opening. And we've got like world-class food coming out of food trucks here that that aren't being celebrated. Um, yeah, common ground collective is, is 1 of these groups that, you know, people are are making food on their properties. It's a business model that that everybody benefits. They're selling local produce. And right. I don't know if there have been any news articles on on them, but I know. Let's that's way super... open.
1: Yes, <laughs> let's do that, you know, and it's good stuff and a lot of these people, they, you know, our food trucks. they get. Their produce from our local people and same with the, some of the restaurants in the hotels, they get their local produce. Um, I have a small citrus farm and we sell it to mana foods, you know, and we give away a lot of our produce. It is here. We just need to celebrate it and ensure that our people feel supported so they can be out there more.
0: Yeah, I, I agree um, now. Now I just um that, that pretty much covers the the main questions that I've asked all the candidates. But but now I just want to throw some quick questions at you. These are the the get to know you on a more personal level. So Okay. Real quick. Where did you go to high school?
1: Um I went to Kekalige High School.
0: And what's what's the mascot there? Is that the Riders?
1: It no, it's the Na'ali'i.
0: Oh, okay. Nice, yeah, that's that's way better. I've who has the Vikings? Somebody's got like the Vikings over here.
1: Oh, uh, well, I know Seabury has Spartans. Um, I'm not too sure who has Vikings.
0: I feel like the mascot needs to be from the place, you know, yeah. like like that's yeah. that's my opinion on high school mascots. But we'll we'll yeah. move on from there. Um, <laughs> you mentioned you have family property in in Pia, right? Yep. So, so you are a homeowner. You understand the struggles of, of home ownership at times. Um, what kind of music do you listen to?
1: Oh, uh, That's a really, really good question. I guess it depends on the day, depends on the vibes, right? So I really like a lot of country music. Um, on Sunday mornings, that's, that's reserved for Hawaiian music when I make breakfast and have brunch. Um, I do actually listen to a lot of podcasts in the car. So my kids have podcasts and I have podcasts. So you Know that's, that's what's going what's on. What's your favorite
0: podcast?
1: I really like Radiolab and Freakonomics. Um, yeah, Hidden Brains is a really good one. My kids like Wow in the World, so just all kinds of stuff.
0: That's good. Those are like the smart people podcasts. Those are that's not the <laughs> case. I'm glad that you said those. There are some dumb ones that I really would have judged you for. Um, do you have any pets?
1: Uh, I have a cat. I'm not a dog person at all. So we have a Siamese
0: cat. And what's your cat's name? Mochi. Mochi, that's that's a good name. I I don't believe cats should have regular human names. I think they should be either cute or somewhat insulting. That's my personal opinion on cat names.
1: Luckily I didn't tell you my cat's name was Martha because that would have been weird.
0: Yeah, that would have been weird. Uh, and that, but if you told me that, I wouldn't have have publicly judged you. I just would have internally judged
1: you, which I wouldn't have blamed you.
0: Yeah. And um, yeah. I I feel like I feel like now we've gotten to know you a little bit more, policy wise and personal wise. Um, mm-hmm. why don't I just let you tell us whatever it is that that you want to tell us before we close up? Um, tell us your website for one. Um oh, okay. And where people can can learn more about you. But then, yeah. Just close this out.
1: Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is actually really fun. Um, Well, my website, my Instagram, my Facebook, it's pretty much all the same thing. It's votenohe.com or votenohe on Facebook, votenohe on Instagram. Um, Again, you know, I just, I just want our people to continue to live here. And that means all of us just continue to live here happily and healthily with a healthy economy as well. But. Thank you so much, Jason. This is fun.
0: Thank you. I've got the same goals. Um, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Stop recording.